What is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to the Mitch Davis Show. December 23rd, two days away from Christmas Day, one day away from Christmas Eve. It is officially college football bowl season. You can feel it in the air. You can feel the excitement. And here in Memphis, we've got an awesome, awesome matchup between the Army Black Knights and the West Virginia Mountaineers in the 62nd annual AutoZone Liberty Bowl. I'm your host, Mitch Davis. You can follow me on Twitter, MitchDavis underscore eight, or Instagram and Facebook by typing in The Mitch Davis Show. Also, go ahead on over to the website, type in themitchdavisshow.com. We're going to have bowl season content rolling out, college basketball content rolling out. You might even see a thing or two from the Memphis Grizzlies. Today on the podcast, we are joined by the Associate Executive Director of the Autism Liberty Bowl, Harold Grader. He's going to be joining the podcast momentarily to talk all things AutoZone, Liberty Bowl, especially the matchup between the Army Black Knights and the West Virginia Mountaineers. I tell you what, you cannot ask for a better college football matchup between these two teams for the 62nd annual AutoZone Liberty Bowl. I'm your host, Mitch Davis. Head on over to Twitter as usual, Mitch Davis underscore eight. Also on Facebook and Instagram at the Mitch Davis Show. Before we get into the interview uh, with Harold Grader, I want to encourage everybody to head on over to the website, themitchdavisshow.com. We're going to have you wall-to-wall coverage leading up to the 62nd annual AutoZone Liberty Ball. I'll tell you what, man, we're going to really put together a lot of fun things, and I know a lot of you fans will not want to miss it. Hope each and every one of you enjoys this podcast with Harold Grader as he comes on to talk about the matchup and the planning of the 62nd annual AutoZone Liberty. I am joined now by the Associate Executive Director of the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, Mr. Harold Grader. How are we doing today? Mitch, good to see you. The countdown is on. We have two teams and we're looking forward to December 31st. I tell you what, I, this has been a uh, crazy 36 hours before, and I told you before we got on here, I'm not envious of your job right now because of the craziness that you've had to, uh, to manage the last 36 hours. Yeah, you know, what we do in, in the bowl world uh, uh, is a little different anyway. Um, not, not everybody is cut out for this, and it has its ups and downs, and, uh, you know, but we're in season, and uh, you never know what's going to happen uh, when it's bowl time. And especially this year when uh, the conditions are as they are. And, uh, you know, uh, we, we've dealt with it. We have good partners uh, and folks uh, to work with. And uh, th- that got us uh, through uh, the trials and tribulations of uh, Monday and then uh, settling things on Monday night and then uh, making the decision and the announcement uh, on, on Monday. So let's talk about this announcement. Tennessee was the team that opted out because of COVID reasons, COVID outbreak with the team. You guys went and got Army, and there was a lot of speculation between Army or Mississippi State. Talk us through that that announcement period and that um, going to get Army, which everybody – I tell you what, this is the most excitement level that I know of for AutoZone Liberty Bowl in my lifetime. Sure. Uh, Well, certainly let's go back to Sunday and Selection Sunday, and we were excited uh, that – we uh, had Tennessee coming to the game, first time in 34 years. You know, the home state team, uh, haven't had them again in, in uh, some years. 
um, West Virginia on the other side uh, from the Big 12. We thought it was going to be a, uh, a nice uh, matchup. And uh, then we got word on Monday uh, that Tennessee was having uh, challenges uh, with uh, their situation there with COVID and wouldn't be able to play. So we immediately uh, went into, okay, what's plan B? And we were certainly seeing uh, the national media and the national conversation Sunday night and Monday morning around Army and, and their situation. And uh, we, we jumped on that, got the conversations going between uh, the SEC, whether there was an opportunity there with uh, a school possibly moving the pieces around, certainly engaged with Army, engaged with our conference partners to make sure everyone knew what was going on uh, and see what the options were. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, around Army and their story and their circumstances, uh, having just won the Commander-in-Chief's Trophy on Saturday, uh, beating Air Force, their 9-2 and record. And again, just the excitement uh, around their program and the disappointment, I would say, nationally for uh, fans and media saying, wow, we have a 9-2 and football team got left out of the, out of the bowl season. Um, what can we do about that? Well, uh, circumstances fell. Uh, we had an opening. Uh, and it worked out uh, to Army. And again, we want to thank uh, West Virginia and the Big 12 Conference, who certainly had a voice in, in those conversations. And, uh, you know, West Virginia is excited about it. And, uh, and we are, too. Uh, great to have uh, Army, uh, you know, with our history, what our bowl is named for, what we represent. Uh, we now have Army for the first time. So we now have the Academy Trifecta. Because uh, over our history, we had had Navy just last year, uh, uh, Air Force years ago. So we now will have hosted all three uh, military academies. And we take great pride in that. Uh, and you go on to the next step, bringing it uh, back to the circumstances of the last uh, couple of days and the uh, national social media uh, fire that was burning out there in favor of Army of, hey, let's let's find a place for Army. Uh, we put out three tweets Monday night after we announced Army. And by yesterday morning, we had 5.1 million impressions on wow. those social media uh, uh, posts. I uh, haven't checked the numbers yet today, but that just goes to show you uh, what the Army story uh, created how people are reacting. And it's been all very positive. And again, uh, West Virginia is looking forward to uh, the challenge of, of playing that Army uh, football team with that option offense and what that is, a week to prepare. Uh, but again, I mean, there certainly are those football uh, situations that uh, coaches have to deal with. But I think the big picture, uh, you know, we're just glad to have two teams that are coming to town, uh, are healthy. Uh, as far as we know, we don't think there's any issues there. Don't expect there to be. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, the ball game on, on uh, the 31st and uh, excited about that and excited about uh, being able to provide an opportunity uh, for Army to play one more game. Now, I've got to ask you this question because uh, there was some talk on Twitter. Did West Virginia have to approve of the opponent? They uh, had a voice in the conversation. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll leave it at that. I mean, they certainly had a voice uh, and they were a part of it. Uh, but, but ultimately, 
we knew what was uh, the right thing to do, but we did have to consult with them. And, uh, you know, they understood that the circumstances and they just want to, and they want to play. Uh, and they were glad that we had a solution uh, at the end of the day. And again, as I said, they're looking forward to uh, coming to Memphis and playing Army. Now, when, when you look at the, uh, now the Shelby County Health Department, I know this has got to be the bad news of the day. Are, are things changing for the fan experience that you guys didn't expect with the latest um, announcement? No, we were, we were reassured over the weekend uh, that we would not be impacted, that the protocols and the plans that have been in place the entire college football season at Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium would not change. Uh, our plans wouldn't have to change, and we appreciate that because they've done a really nice job at the stadium this year uh, with all the appropriate social distancing uh, protocols and procedures. Uh, we are aware of no issues that they've had at the stadium this year. We've checked with both the stadium and the university, and there have been no issues that have linked back to attending games at the stadium this year. So those same Practices and protocols will be in place for our game. So we think uh, that it's as safe as it's as possible. Uh, again, the track record is there of success, and uh, we expect that to continue for our game on the 31st. Now, what will that fan experience be like for the out-of-towners? I know for Memphians like us, we know what the fan experience sure. will be like. But what will that fan experience be like this year? Will there be the band and cheerleaders? I know some bowl games are allowing it. Right. You know, and I didn't know if the Army band or the Art or the West Virginia band or cheerleaders could make the trip this year. Yeah, neither institution is planning on bringing a band and cheer and spirit squads, uh, limiting the travel party basically to the football teams and and uh, their support staffs uh, from from that perspective. Um, but from the fan experience, as far as what they'll be uh, uh, going through and experiencing, uh, you know, no tailgating. Uh, Got to wear a mask, social distancing, uh, all, all the things that we've all become very, very familiar with in our daily lives. Uh, so nothing extreme, I would say, because it's what we've been experiencing the entire college football season. Uh, but we won't be able to have our uh, traditional patriotic pregame show. Uh, we will have a, an Army swearing-in ceremony that we've been planning uh, for several weeks, but long before we uh, knew we were going to have Army. So it just kind of worked out. Uh, that we're going to have some local Army recruits that are taking their oath of, of, uh, of office of uh, being sworn into the Army uh, during pregame. But we won't be able to have our traditional on-field activities uh, or our uh, big extravaganza we put on at halftime. But uh, we are working on uh, a throwback and a kind of an encore presentation of some of the uh, big-name uh, celebrities and, and entertainers that have performed at halftime. We're going to have a compilation of videos there that we'll play at halftime. So we're going to do our best to, to bring a great experience of, of what uh, we traditionally uh, do at the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, and uh, we'll do it within the, the rules and protocols and guidelines uh, as, as established. But, uh, uh, you know, it's really about the football game and celebrating the season, celebrating these two football teams and these young men who've been through a lot, and uh, for everybody to be out and uh, – uh, celebrate the, the end of 2020 and the, and the welcoming of 2021. I got a couple more questions for you, but will we hear country roads uh, being played over the loudspeakers? at Liberty I, Bowl Memorial I'm Stadium? sure we'll, uh, we'll make accommodations for that. Uh, we'll, we'll work with West Virginia uh, on that. And 
uh, yeah, it wouldn't be a West Virginia football game with it without uh, Country Roads, right? I tell you what, uh, that is one of the greatest traditions in all college football. I, I have never seen it in person, but seeing it on video is always yeah. been a cool thing. Yeah. Uh, last question I have for you. Can you just talk about the excitement levels around not only the city of Memphis now, but nationally and globally now with yeah. Army coming into the game? Yeah, you know, it, uh, yeah, again, we, we were excited about the matchup that we had on Sunday. Uh, we're even more excited now because of the story behind Army. And, uh, you know, as, as uh, Coach Munkin said uh, Sunday night on a, a rather Monday night on uh, a, a Zoom call that uh, he referred to his team as America's team. And, uh, you know, the country has rallied around their story. Uh, the country is excited that uh, uh, the cadets will have another opportunity to get on the football field uh, against a, a big-time opponent in West Virginia in a legendary traditional bowl game, the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, uh, on a national TV audience uh, on ESPN with a great time slot, uh, 3 o'clock Central on uh, Thursday the 31st. So uh, we're looking forward to uh, an exciting football game, an exciting uh, audience, and, and to see uh, on the backside you know, what that audience looks like and uh, the excitement that uh, – the Army story has created, as you said, not just nationally, but globally. He is Harold Gray, the Associate Executive Director of the Autos and Liberty Bowl. Thank you so much uh, for coming on the podcast today. Mitch, thank you. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. You have been listening to the Mitch Davis Show. I've been your host, Mitch Davis. Follow me on Twitter, Mitch Davis underscore eight. Also head on over to the Facebook or Instagram page by typing in The Mitch Davis Show and the website at TheMitchDavisShow.com. Very special thank you to the Associate Executive Director of the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, Harold Grader, for coming on the podcast today to talk all things AutoZone Liberty Bowl, especially that matchup, the exciting matchup between Army and West Virginia. For wall-to-wall coverage of the AutoZone Liberty Bowl this year, head on over to the MitchDavisShow.com. We're going to have you an extensive look inside the bowl game and all things Memphis-related, TheMitchDavisShow.com. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to each and every one of you. Until I talk with you next time, have a great holiday season. Merry Christmas, and I look forward to covering the AutoZone Liberty Bowl and bringing you, the fans, an inside look at the AutoZone Liberty.